Hey folks, I'm Pastor Eric Tritton from Gloria Day Lutheran Church in Hudson, Ohio, and this is A Weekly Word. Thanks for being with me. We're working our way through Psalm 23, and as we work our way through, we're just taking a verse at a time and looking at this, this beautiful uh, Word of God, uh, reminding us that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And uh, we're now on verse 4 today. And uh, so that means that there are three that are previous to this. If you want to go back and see those, you're welcome to do that. But really, each episode of, of uh, this uh, series stands on its own. You'd be fine to just watch this and pick up the other ones later if you so like. But uh, as we think about verse 4, this is, uh, this is probably the most famous part of the psalm and the part that we think about quite a bit. So today at Gloria Day, we had a funeral. Uh, it was a kind old man. He died just right after his 90th birthday. Um, and of course, it's at times like these that we often think of Psalm 23, and we turn to Psalm 23 for words of comfort, especially this part where David writes, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. This verse is so well known that, that it influences how our culture talks about death. Uh, it's in the, the media. You can see it in movies where the priest stands graveside, and this is usually what you'll hear him saying. Um, it's even sampled in music. Um, some time ago, uh, a rapper named Coolio did a song called Gangsta's Paradise, and it definitely uses this part. You know, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Um, it's part of the soundtrack of a movie called Dangerous Minds. The message is, is clear when we think about, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Um, the idea is that even when you walk through the worst things that happen in this life, God is with you. And that makes all the difference. This verse begins, um, if, if you just kind of retranslate it, uh, even though I walk through the valley of, well, there's a little bit of debate about what the valley of should be. Um, there's an interesting Hebrew word there. Uh, it's either a compound word uh, that combines the word shadow and death. So we walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Or it's, a, it's a, another form of a word that means shadow, uh, but it could also mean gloom or deep darkness. I'm really not too fussed about which one it is because either way, it's pretty clear that this valley is a bad place. It's a place where the, the most terrible things from life happen. And as far as this life is concerned, about the worst thing that can happen is that we die. So when it says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death or, or the, the shadow of deathly darkness, uh, we're, we're not... We're not just confronted with our own individual deaths. That's part of it. Uh, but as we, we walk through, we're also being confronted with the death of our loved ones and all the terrible, horrible things that happen in this life. You know, so the loss of a job, lingering illnesses, failed marriages, broken dreams and realized nightmares. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death and I experience all these things, the psalmist says, even though I've got all of that going on, I will not fear evil. 
it's usually translated, I will not fear evil or I will fear no evil. Um, but it's just as easy to translate it as a present tense. And I think that there's something good about thinking about it in that way. Uh, I, I do not fear evil because it's like this defiant confidence that's rooted in, in God's presence. I do not fear evil for you are with me. And this takes us to other passages in scriptures that promise God's presence for us. In Hebrews 13, verse 5, God says to be content with what we have in our life because I have promised I will never leave you or forsake you. Uh, and then Jesus, before he ascended into heaven, he spoke with the disciples. He says to them, I'm with you always to the very end of the age. He tells them, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing, teaching them. And he roots it in this, I am with you always. So when we go about God's mission, as we live in this life and we face the things of this life, it's done in the hope and the confidence that God is with us, that he never leaves us or abandons us. Now, why is God's presence a, a comfort for us? Well, on one level, it, on one level it's a comfort just to know that somebody's there, that we're not alone, that somebody cares. Um, a person visits someone in the hospital, not because they can heal them, but because they can relieve the loneliness and their presence often pushes back the fears, even if it's just for a moment that the, the patient might be going through. God's presence on our behalf does that too. He lets us know that, that He is with us and that pushes back our fears. But there's more going on here. It isn't just that God is there. He says, Thou art with me. He's there for you. He, he's there as our shepherd. And thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Now rods and staffs, they're both, they're both sticks. Um, a rod is actually usually used for beating. It's a club. Uh, it's a club that's used against those who would hurt the sheep, those who would harm you. The staff is a walking stick to help a person walk where there's treacherous footing. And a shepherd's staff uh, often has that, that curl on the end that they can use to pull a sheep back to himself. Both the rod and the staff are symbols of authority. And the message is that we're comforted by God's presence because he acts to punish the wicked who would harm his people. And, and he stands in the midst of his people comforting and drawing us back to himself when we stray and leading us into the field, into those pleasant pastures. So we walk through this life always overshadowed by this, this shadow of death, fearing nothing because God is with us. Our shepherd is there and he not only stands with us, walks with us and goes with us, he defends us. And, and that is seen most clearly at the cross because that's where Jesus, our good shepherd, put himself between us and the eternal punishment we deserved because of our sin. And as he did that, he prepared to lead us through death to a new and everlasting life that he gives us by faith. I hope this has been helpful for you as you think about Psalm 23 and what God is saying to you here in this word. 
if you, uh, if you did find this to be a benefit to you, please like it, share it, help other people to find it. Uh, and uh, I hope you'll come back next week. And in the meantime, God bless you. Your shepherd is with you.